Ladies and gentlemen, and this one we'll be talking about quite a bit. Today, we have a special guest, and let's go ahead and bring in the man, the myth, the legend, Chris Coffey, another DGEN dad here on the channel, and of course, joining our regularly uh, broadcasted show here in podcast, DGEN Dads. Welcome, Chris. What's going on, man? Hey, yo, not much, man. Uh, having a pretty, pretty good day, pretty productive day so far. Kids started daycare today, and uh, I feel like I have like this abundance of time right now that's undistracted. Let's go, man. Yeah, same here, man. You know, so the, the the dad's life here, the Web three daddy life. So, um, cool, man. Uh, what do we got here on the schedule today? I know you wrote a Chat GPT intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I think I, it's cool. I, I think it's cool to mention that. So I might as well, you know. We might yeah, as well man, way, way to throw me under the bus, man. Yeah, I'm lazy, so I just get ChatGPT to write my stuff now. So I, I'll go ahead and intro it if you'd like me to. Uh, good, welcome yeah. to today's. This is you know this is totally my writing. Welcome to today's video on the latest updates in the NFT market. We'll be discussing Basie super passes, Porsche entering the NFT market, Artifact latest tweets, VV's key Marvel comic drops, Hero's new crafting feature, Quid's King Kong drop, and more. We'll also be sharing some exciting announcements, including how to accept crypto for coffee payments. I actually haven't read this yet. And how one of our own, Chris, got his hands on a highly coveted sewer pass. Lastly, we'll talk about the failure of big IP in the NFT space. Stay tuned for all the uh, and the latest in the NFT market. <laughs> that was awesome, man. So, uh, yeah, we have a lot to talk about, in other words. And shout out to ChatGPT. Uh, not yeah. No sponsor of this channel, though. Um, which did you see Microsoft pumping billions of dollars into Chat GPT to like, and then Chat GPT's like uh, CEO said that they'll be integrating that into their product suite, I think soon. So that's kind of some pretty big news in the space. Yeah, man, I uh, I saw that Microsoft made the proposal. I didn't know that they were actually like going through with things, uh, but that's pretty cool. Dude, I also was thinking the other day. I know you're uh, you're like around my age i think we're close to the same age but uh like the og ai besides like aol was like um do you, have you ever messed with sim simmy or simmy simmy did you did you ever no. like play? you didn't man it was like a ai chatbot that came out in 2002 and it was like a very downgraded version of chat gpt but like i thought it was so cool because you could ask it like hey how are you doing and it would like respond to you like i'm well it would like have a conversation with you and like to me, that was revolutionary, and I completely forgot that it existed. And then I interacted with it until ChatGPT like blew up. Yeah, absolutely. And go Niners, baby! Woo! Now, uh, yeah, we we uh, we just won our divisional title, so against the Dallas Cowboys. Boo! Uh, anyways, you lost yeah. against you true Southerners. No. <laughs> hey, uh, have you seen? Um, I don't know. We'll we'll get into that later. Actually, we have a lot of country singers from Oklahoma. Toby Keith. Um, I want to say Willie yeah. Nelson, Raven McIntyre, Carrie Underwood, and Corey Kent, and Zach Bryant. So we have actually quite a few country singers. So let that be a lesson. We have more country singers than Texas. No, I'm kidding. I don't know, actually. We probably have way less. Our population is tiny compared to Texas, but yeah, we're actually kind of like the real Texas, you know what I mean? Oh, or, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> the, I'm kidding. The North, the Texas in the North. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a right around where cowboying was actually invented was Texas, Oklahoma. It's kind of yeah. like that that same area. Um, so, congrats on the Niners. You, do, yeah. Do uh, cowboys drive Porsches or 
<laughs> no, most of them drive diesels. Diesel. Most okay. of the most of the cars and and vehicles around Oklahoma are trucks and SUVs. Yeah. Unless you live in the city, you see a lot of cars, but yeah. Sub Crypto Dads, Ricky Tan in the house. He's been winning like mini raffles across e different ecosystems and platforms. He won Alluvium Land. He won a big time pass. So that guy is literally the Johnny Dunn of Macro Web 3. Just wins nice. everything. All I right, would say good, I don't Daniel. win anything, but I did win your giveaway the other day. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's your, true. That's true. Your mocha list giveaway that you did on Twitter. Yeah, that that was wild. When I looked that you won, I couldn't believe it. I was like, "No way, bro! That's too." I was like, "The God, it's it's aligned. Like the the, the planets have aligned." Because normally I have zero anybody that I know. It's usually a rando that wins. Yeah, um, all right, so let's get into it, man. It. Basie sewer pass. I know that's a hot topic with Basie, but first, let's kind of. Uh, I just wanted to hit. The what we normally hit is VV and HRO real quick. HRO Hero, their uh, coming crafting comes online today. You can burn. Uh, there's a couple of ways you can do it. There's two different burns going on that go live. One is for like I think a an epic and a mythic. So if you burn any two of those, you'll get like some other card, probably super limited. Probably probably will be worth a lot. And then another one is you have to combine three, like a mythic, a superior, and an epic or something like that um but yeah anyway it's very interesting to see what hero's doing um and, trying to pull it up see if I, it'd be like clear yeah people should take notes on what what hero's doing in terms of cards and collectibles so i think that's very key yeah All right. for sure and while you're pulling that up we also had a couple of key marvel comic drops amazing spider-man 1963 number 31 um, which was the F.A. Hos Harvey Osborne and Gwen Stacy, which that one goes for a ton of money in real life. So it's definitely one of the key comics um, and two F.A.s in one comic. So that makes it kind of a bigger deal. So and then the Amazing Spider-Man number four, the F.A. Sandman drop today and future collectible drops include F.A. Oswald, the first creation by Walt Disney. I think it is uh, as it goes. They were one of his first cre initial creations that he tried to get popular before he created Mickey. So it's kind of like the OG Mickey, if you will. Um, mm -hmm. That drops soon as well with the blind box drop format. And yeah, take it away. Uh, I was just looking at the hero crafting. Does it just work with the digitals or does it work with like the fidgetals? Uh, I think it's just the the physical or uh, I'm sorry, the digital. So if you have the okay. two digitals, yeah, you burn it in the in the uh, okay. app. So this is going to yeah, reduce... I Sorry, <laughs> this is just going to reduce the supply of some of those collect those cards yeah. on the app and make even those existing like epics and things like that more scarce and driving initial value back to them while they're making new assets. Very interesting. Um, definitely, Vivi should take note of that. What they're doing, I think that's a phenomenal team. Hro, yep. the parent company that developed that app, collects. Um, collects has sold out multiple platforms like the. CSGO or whatever, the uh, Counter-Strike cards uh, in Target. So they've been in Target. They've been in Walmart with HRO. Um, so very interesting stuff there. Yeah, they're doing that right. And Vivi has alluded to doing that as well. Um, they said that, I mean, a while back, that you'd be able to burn comics for a special comic. Uh, David actually said that in one of the community updates. So it's definitely on the on the roadmap. Uh, the problem is just getting to that. You know, Kyle, like things are a little bit a little bit slower with progression um but but I, I think we do we will get there yeah totally i mean 
Listen, this community sentiment right now is everybody wants it. That That's kind of the end scenario here. Um, a lot of people are still willing to wait. Um, but yeah, people are kind of, I feel like just seeing what I've seen on Twitter feeds, like some comments are getting over 100 likes plus on uh, when interoperability is brought up or just really any feature on VB. So it's been slow. I know they've probably been working on a lot of dev stuff. And they had a hiccup with Wire. Oh, well, Wire had a hiccup. Yeah. So, um, yeah, anyways. Uh, good day, fellas. Says oh, SoCal Omi Homies. Yo, what's going on? Um, in the house, we got uh, the the SoCal uh, chair legend in the house, if you know what I mean. That's kind of an inside inside joke. But, um, all right, what else? What else we got? We got um, the Stacy Sewer Pass. Yeah, we do. I was going to say, we didn't put it on our agenda today, but uh, Bat Cows did airdrop a map last week. Um, now, unfortunately, like, I, I have one, but I haven't been keeping up and I missed the space. So now I just have this $56 airdrop that I could sell, but I'm probably not going to because I have no idea what it does. Like, I don't know if it's their version of land or what, um, but that happened last week. So that's pretty cool. You know, it's always nice just to look into your account and see an extra collectible that has value. Yeah, with the back cows, I wish they would send out more emails about stuff like this. Is it's kind of obscure, I feel like. It's just like you have to like be following like yeah, somebody in the community. I, I feel like it's very hard to find information over there. So um, they do that's they do cool. send a lot of emails, alpha. but I don't I feel like a lot of them are more general, so I don't usually read all of them. Yeah. They might have oh, it's like a lot of the voting stuff. Like I don't it's voting. Yeah, it's care voting. To, to participate in voting. So like I kind of fade those and I think the actually <laughs> substance emails might kind of get bundled in with those. Yeah, I hope not because I, I kind of fade the voting. I, I used to vote initially and then I just got too many. It was like so many votes for like, which is cool. You know, if you're a big fan and you want to be participating, I think that's a unique way to do it. But it's also a little bit too much for me because, you know, we're dads and we have kids and family and all that good stuff. Um, all right, moving on to Basie's Dookie Pass, the Dookie Pass, the Sewer Pass. Yes. <laughs> Dookie Dash, Sewer yeah, Pass. Man. It's at a three floor right now. I brought it up on the show last week, and I was at a 1.2, 1.3 floor, and I said, man, I really want to buy. And I had like 0.8 in my MetaMask, so I didn't have quite enough. And I, I, my ledger is like my savings account. So like I was going to send some from my savings to my checking, you know, um, but... I don't remember what happened. I got busy that day and then it went up to 1.6 and I was like, well, I, I really wanted it at 1.3. Even though that sounds like a little difference, that's like a $500 difference. And um, so, you know, it, it, it was a big difference relatively. And then it just never went down. And now we're sitting at like almost a three ETH floor. People have been receptive over it. I know we talked about it a lot last week, but essentially uh, the misconception is that the sewer pass is just, is just a game that people are paying $3,000 for which is actually more than 3000 now, but it's actually a competitive mint. And the better you do in the game, the better rarity you get of the mint. And right now people are like outsourcing. Dude, this is like, it's kind of, this isn't funny, but like people are getting their kids to play their game and like getting their kids to spend hours playing their game so their kids can grind and like get them a higher score so they can get a higher rarity and, you know, potentially get more money from it. But it's kind of like, it's like child labor, but I guess if your kids really like video games, then it's not, you know, like, like you're getting your kids to do something for money, but it's games. So like if your kid's a gamer, then they're probably like, heck yeah, I'll do that. 
Yeah, and this is just like I, I seen that with like some land games and mobile games uh, in the Web three space. Uh, I feel like long term this is going to be a normal thing that happens. Um, it's kind of like Ready Player uh, Ready Player One in the movie, where it's like the parents and the kids are in the the metaverse playing games, and the adults take it just as serious as the kids. So I feel like we're seeing kind of the first iterations of that here in Web three. <laughs> Dude, I mean, like, <laughs> the play-to-earn mechanics are right, like, and your kid's already a gamer. Why not, like, get them to play, like, Web3 games that actually, you know, earn a little bit of money? And it's like, you know, it's kind of like chores, you know? Like, you, for growing up, I'll do chores around the house, sometimes for free. Sometimes my parents would give me a little incentive. So i kind of be like, hey, if you want to play this game for me, here's, like, an incentive. I, don't, I never really thought about it until the sewer passed, but there's literally, like, whole families getting involved. Which makes oh, sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, it's you have three weeks to get the highest score possible. The higher the score, the higher the rarity. And dude, some of the like obviously speculation, but like if you get like the top of that leaderboard, that that's like that could be a lot of money, you know, for being mm -hmm. good at a game. Yeah, totally. I mean, we kind of saw it as well in VV like long ago. As like all the entire family had the VV app downloaded, and everybody was like going for the drop. Like here, here, kid, you yeah. know, you go for the drop. And uh, I will say my daughter did have an account and we had her do helping doing the drop as well. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's kind of how it goes sometimes in the Web3 space. But like, as you mentioned, most of these kids want to play games anyway. So it's it's not like they're, they really care. They're actually having fun. Um, and it's a nice family event. But uh, it will be an interesting dynamic, especially like kids actually getting forced to play stuff. That would be no bueno. But, you know, yeah, it, yeah, it, it comes with the territory. I feel like we'll see more of that brought up in the future. Or like what if uh, like they love gaming, but they don't like the Web3 games? You know, it's kind of like, yeah. well, look, you get to play Call of Duty once a week if you also play this Web3 game once a week. Like, was that would that be fair? Yeah, I mean, it's fair. So going back, though, to the, the Dookie Dash uh, pass thing. Now, I will say um, there was like Web3 gaming influencers talking about the Dookie Dash. And the the only bone I have to pick with that is uh, some of them have been preaching like little barrier to entry, bro, like for the last year and like, oh, uh, make it super affordable or free to play free to play bro and then of course then they start saying digital use the term digital collectibles and in-game assets which obviously came from the vv community but uh, they've been saying that all year and then some of them went off to like praise the the sewer pass and as as if it was affordable and as if it like trumps all the other web3 games now if you're comparing it against like some of the pixelated like you know farming games like i get that but uh, you can't say that this game's outperforming like all of Web3 games, in my opinion, because when you compare, because what they are doing in, in their respect is trying to um, compare it to like all games combined. And, and this is what they do with Web3 games is they try to loop in like the Alluviums and all these other games with um, Web2 games. So when you loop in Dookie Dash with all the other Web2 games, it really doesn't hold a candle to Web2 games. Now, if you're from Basie and a part of that community, or maybe you're really bullish on NFTs and you like Basie, and you're trying to go for that mint, that's a completely different story. My bone is with those Web3 gaming influencers that have been shilling, you know, oh, mass adoption, bro. It's got to be affordable, bro. And then all of a sudden, they just turned a blind eye when something's super expensive. They're telling their right. followers that that's kind of like... Anyways, it's a whole, like 
Ca weird counter argument counter argument this yeah. is not their game that's going to be accessible to everyone that's going to be other D totally I, right right uh, other side. this is this is a game for your screen's like, not showing by the way I, i'm not going to share it yet uh this is a game for like basic owners so this is almost like a reward game to like further reward their holders so i think the claims of like we want it to be affordable we want mass adoption are coming from other side or other deed um and i think that's their that's their going to be there everybody can play this uh this game is not meant for that this game is meant to reward holders so but i if right, people are right. currently claiming like this is the one you know this is the this is a low barrier to entry then yeah I, I agree with you but i think like it's a misconception that like this is supposed to be that like this is no more than like a reward to holders to me uh, i was gonna totally. show you and i get that like, so to rebuttal that, that though is it's not that i'm going after like the holders or the community or people excited about the basic community that's not who i'm going after i'm going after people who've like kind of turn a blind eye to this whole like big price like super for uh unaffordable prices to play a game and they're acting like this game is like revolutionary yeah and, and it seems like they're just shilling it because it's basic so they're trying to get the retweets from basic community trying to get the love and it's really about them twerking for the basic community that's really kind of what it comes down to which me myself yes i want to own a basic i want to be a holder i want to play the dookie dash i wish i got a pass all those yes 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 check 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 What's not check is it's not affordable and you can't promote it like it's this some kind of like all inspiring. It's going to bring mainstream in and what they're doing is revolutionary. Take notes. I'm like, no, it's not going to it's not going to mainstream onboard anybody. And so that's the bone I have to pick. So that's that's my and I get it. The other side game mainstream. It's going to be awesome. But for the meantime, it's not. And so we can't pretend like it, it is. That's my yeah. bone to pick. And I, I agree with you. I don't know if you like not necessarily with what you said in a tweet the other day, basically like other games have done better jobs. And I feel like if a, another company released the same game, like Basie holders would like be like, oh, that's trash. Yeah, you know, like it would be it would be a lot more trash if it wasn't labeled Basie. Uh, I wanted to show you something that's actually pretty nuts. Um, so if you don't mind popping up my screen for you. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll wait a second. So this is on Ninja Alerts. Uh, shout out to Ninja Alerts. It's the company that I work for. I uh, hope you can see that clearly. There was, so this is under the 12-hour trends. If you look last night, the sewer passes. And these two buys right here says Machi's big brother. It's from Machi. He's a well-known well in the space. He scooped up 190 plus Ethereum worth of tier four passes. So you see these buys right here, 6.99 ETH, 6.97 ETH, 6.95. And then here's a whole other list of buys right underneath it at like, you know, this whole screen of buys. Six point. So he ended up spending over $300,000 on tier four sewer passes last night. That's an insane sweep. Yo, that's that's insane. So sorry, I was switching screens feet. around. I finally figured out how to show this screen <laughs> up close. <laughs> so there it is. Um, yeah, this again. Um, yeah, it's, it's it was a great call. Chris called it on the last show. Um, anything really basic does is is really good. And a lot of FOMO goes into it. There's a lot of hype. There's a lot of like social um, things that they're doing that are checking all the boxes for Macro Web three, which is good um now with their other side maybe that one does onboard mainstream and um i'll be definitely supportive of that 
Um, I wish they did more inclusive stuff for the community, but um, I totally get why they have to reward the holders, keep the hype going, keep money coming in, keep developing their their roadmap or their runway for their uh, future projects. They probably have a lot uh, in mind and what they are going to do. And uh, obviously, I think it'll be one of the more mainstream brands long term. Um, and they'll make it out of the NFT space and more of a larger, you know, mainstream friendly lore where people are buying like merch and it's fun um, and yeah, building absolutely. true, true IP. And I think that's the end goal for them, hopefully, is something like that. And I think they they're doing that uh, good service. Uh, in terms yeah, of that, and they're so. and they're going the smart way about games and they're using partners. They're not trying to build it themselves like they're not trying to build this game themselves. They're totally. not trying to build the metaverse themselves. Um, yeah. Just like we've talked about before like companies trying to go from ground up and like promise this game it's probably not going to be good because like it costs an insane amount of money to build games and in the same amount of time but if they're working with partners that have already established games even this little like dookie dash they worked with a pretty well-known company i don't remember the name off the top of my head um but to actually make this game and i actually was able to help interview the founder of zynga last week and he like was like saying Basie is going the right direction with these partners and specifically who they use for this game and who they're using for the future. Zynga is the the games that has like Farmville. They have they have yeah, Facebook, on Facebook yeah. uh, Words of Friends, uh, if you're not familiar. He's also in the space, by the way. He also has a project and it's like stupid cheap barrier to entry for it being the freaking founder of Zynga. Uh, but that's a whole different conversation. I actually don't own his NFT, but I'm thinking about buying it. Is it the Pirates game? No, um, but I do think the Pirates game, Pirate Nation is backed by Zynga or is like a Zynga partner. So I think that's going to be a pretty cool game. I faded my Pirate. Uh, I wish, I, I don't know. I, I don't regret fading it. Um, but I mean, it's been a pretty sustainable project, probably because they're actually going to make a good game. Yeah, and a lot of this is driven by mobile games. So um, yeah. finally, people have realized mobile games make up 70%, which is something I've been trying to say on the channel for a long time. Mobile is massive. So if you have a mobile app and you have NFTs on it, you're it's gonna be good. Like it, like it, as long as your platform and game is good, obviously. Like I think Limit Break's gonna do big here. Um, Wagme Games is a sleeper. Oh, I think people are Limit sleeping Break's on that got one. Some big news too. Limit Break's today, got some big yeah. news today. That we can talk about later. We can talk about later. And then I'm uh, <laughs> just messing. You're you're plugging uh, uh, Wag Wagme defense. Wag me. Yeah, no, actually, so initially when I got in, their art in their game wasn't as developed. And so I wasn't necessarily, I'll be honest, I wasn't as sold. I was kind of like, let's wait and see. Uh, but now that I've actually played their game, it, it's actually addicting. It's actually I think, fun. I think I'm not a big Scott, tower defense Scott guy either. Scream as soon as you said that you, you weren't impressed. He, he was watching. No, well, was no, like, at first. Yeah, at first yeah. I was like, ah, I don't know. And then what I seen in the I've got to play their alpha. You have to be like a, a pass holder or something like that. Um, and I've actually got to play the game and play it with Live with Scott, Hustlepedia, and a bunch of other like big Web three gaming space uh, creators and founders. And it was fun. I'll tell you, it was actually fun. I, I had a blast, and I could see myself playing that every day to like have fun and play against buddies and stuff so i'm looking forward to it man because like i'm actually actively looking for a web3 game that i just really like right now i'm gonna try to give uh uh guild of guardians a second chance I, I gave it a chance like a year ago and it like bugged on me through the uh tutorial and no matter how many times i restarted i think i even like deleted it and redownloaded i couldn't get past a certain point of the tutorial so i kind of gave up on it but i'm gonna try to give it another chance probably soon 
And then I actually made a tweet the other day asking people for their suggestions of Web3 games. And I got some good recommendations. So I'm going to get back into it. Yeah. And then their Genesis like NFTs are above one ETH and they get like that rewarded. Wagme? Yeah. Wagme. Oh, it's, wow. it's held over one ETH for a long time. Uh, so they, and it's a bear market. I think holders get like Wagme it's tokens. Um, so like a percentage of uh, in-game like tokens that get spent and like burnt and all that go to the Genesis NFT holders. So it's kind of like a reward mechanism too. So it's kind of neat yeah, for NFT holders. Cool. So um, big time. Yeah, that's another good one. That's uh, one of my other top favorite games. I'm actually a brand ambassador for big time. Um, giving away some big time passes here on the stream. Try to get Chris to stream with me, baby, but he wouldn't, man. He's too good for me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, know, yeah, big time's good up. though. Yeah, big time. I like big time. No, I it's, didn't have access to the game because I needed to buy the game. Or oh, something that's like right. That. That's right. No, it's free to play. You just had to like you have to be like. We, I remember what it was. Is it like we tried to get you set up quick enough, but my stream was like the next day or something like that. Uh, yeah. So there wasn't enough time or something weird. Yeah. Um. All right. What else we got here? We got the basic sewer pass. We have pros and cons. Um. I love bringing the different perspectives that we both have on it. The different takes um big ip fails in the nft market all right yeah, that's bro. kind of the main there was a car crash where is my... <laughs> Here it is. someone called 911 oh. <laughs> a little bit this is my uh this is my porsche po app that i got looks beautiful okay this was from the event in miami uh it was at an nft now event uh near art basel and i was able to meet the porsche team and wait how do you get a po app. it doesn't have a qr code on it does it uh i don't know i just showed every part of it so if it does i know i'm feel... like man somebody might steal that if it <laughs> yeah feel free to steal my allow list and you can go mint right now for 0.911 eth um yeah i was really excited about it dude because like i met them and i got the uh the physical and so I was, and i got the allow list you know and it's like a running joke like anytime like you get an allow list and you're looking forward to something like something goes wrong and like, sure enough, Porsche dropped that they're going to release 7,500 of these bad boys at 0.911, which is like $1,500, $1,600. Terrible decision. And all of their like so-called utility and all of their like plans that they have is just so general. It is it's general and is vague. It's like, like you said, there's a lot of buzzwords. Like we're going to like metaverse and community and whatever, but it's not like actually like serving you purpose you know because like a lot i hear people say oh that's a fair mint price because uh they're a luxury brand no like show me luxury in the nft space i don't care like what kind of brand they are if they're not if they're just here to make money and leave then screw you guys i, I don't know what else to say about it like you're not offering me luxury utility at least if you buy a porsche you have that flex and you have that like collectability and you have like that that established web 2 brand but they are not established in the web 3 space so to come in and ask for $1,600 for a mint that really doesn't get you anything is just ridiculous. And it shows. I'm not the only one that believes this because they launched 7,500 of them. Let's check OpenSea right now. Uh, last I checked, there was like maybe 1,100 minted, which means like they've only minted like a fraction of their supply. Okay, here it is. Uh, is this the right one? Yeah, so there's been 1,519 minted out of 7,500. So like twenty less than 20% of their supply. If I'm doing that, I don't. That's the top of my head, but yeah, yeah I mean, it's it bad. shows. <laughs> yeah. It's bad. 
Yeah, it, it just goes to show you, like, this is a, it, it's a cash grab. Let's call it what it is. It's a cash grab. Um, because the reason why is, or at least it seems like it, um, like you were saying, buzzwords, like, like on their drop page, it just says, like, Web3 buzzwords. It's like, uh, future airdrops, and they don't even tell you what it is. And it's like, metaverse, uh, and and uh, you'll get a a model like a digital model like duh like if you're buying this that should come with it and then yeah. some like like give me access to like a, a a community or give me give me access to something and so you know if, if this was i think obviously uh what we like to do is like if it dropped on bb like a lot of our viewers obviously uh i, I don't know i think it would be if they priced it right um even if they did it just on ethereum like they did here I, I, 0.911 you're getting cleverly cute with that but you're you're tr overcharging and it, it that's going to do the exact opposite for you if you're making it clever and cute but that expensive you're shooting yourself in the foot there and it showed by that not minting out so maybe 0 0.0911 would have made sense here 0.0911 with royalties with royalties so they didn't do creator royalties which was i don't know why they didn't do that um, so they're asking $11 million up front, but then they just wanted to run with that $11 million as if it would just like keep going. What they should have did is they should have did a 0 0.0911 mint price actually sold out and then had royalties on secondary market to make up for the rest of the money that they wanted, but they didn't. Yeah. These, some of these web two yeah. companies get, I don't know who's advising them, but like, at least they actually dropped on ETH. Uh, when they drop on like, so, like, what was that, uh, game of Thrones scam you fell for? Um, uh, what was it called? You it, bought two of those. Nifties. It was on Nifties. Oh, that was on Nifties. Okay, that's a little bit more credible. And then there was the, uh, more, Lord, yeah. the Lord of the Rings dropped on Alluvio or something like Alluvio, that. Oh, yeah. Alluvio. Yeah. <laughs> some of these things, they're just so random. I'm like, what? And even like the... I understand why Polygon's actually pretty cool because like it's so scalable and it's cheap transactions. So I guess that makes sense. I do wish like some of these would have like Genesis collections uh, on like mainnets, like where volume's at. But at the end of the day, I mean, I, I understand why he's Polygon, but like using some of like these random stuff, especially like Alluvio, just. Mm. Yeah, Brady's on Polygon with Autograph. This is, this is, I actually have his NFT and I got this shirt for free and it's super comfortable. But, um, nice. Nice. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Like Brady's not having the best year, but hey, I got the yeah. shirt for free and it's a Web3 shirt, but, and he's on sorry, Polygon. Dude, I'm, I'm just a, di I'm just a disc golf guy. So, I'll, but yeah, no. Yeah, so um, back to your point, though, is like these like random drops on random platforms and, and maybe they have their place, but um, this Porsche drop just was not it. And then plus, if you like you said, if you do royalties and you price it low, you're you're giving a nod to your Genesis people who mint and you're giving the benefit to collectors who want to come in, maybe sweep the floor if it's low, if it's under, if they feel that it's undervalued, they can come in and spend money with you. But if it's 0 0.911, like 70, like you're asking too much and not enough utility and not, there's just not enough here. And it's yeah. just, it showed, I think, it showed. I think like part of them wanted to like use their luxury brand to price that and kind of create like this. 100%. Like, wealthier community of like yeah you know we, we have money porsche. yeah right. we have porsche but you can't do that in web3 because like there's already wealthy basie is a wealthy community with a small ip 
Like if you own a board ape OG, you're either early or you're wealthy. It's one of the, I mean, you're not, yeah. you know, yeah. um, you're not in between. So like, it's like, they're already like in their little circles of like, okay, these people have a lot of money or they're really early, you know, or whatever. So like, it's already here. So like for like a brand to just kind of come in and also like, they don't, they're not offering enough value, like, it, I, you know, to the space. So like to come in and do that, it just, it's just not going to work. But, yeah. Yeah. If you're going to do something truly that matters, you it, it, people at the core in Web3 are either, like you said, early collectors or people with a lot of money. So if you want to build something there, you have to understand the dynamics here um, is what's happening in the space. I and mean, if you don't, uh, then I don't know about you, man, because these wealthy Porsche hunters aren't here in Web3 yet. <laughs> so yeah, you're going to have to I figure know. it out. And if they are, it's not 7,500 of them that are willing to spend that, you know. But anyways, yeah, it, well, they, even if you're wealth, I know wealthy people that they'll, they'll say 1600 bucks for what for this? Like, like I'd what? rather go pay 1600 for and and put that into crypto, put that into things that are actually going to, you know, make me even more wealthy. Like, you know, even wealthy people think about this stuff. So it's not like they, you know, anyways, it's a whole different spiel. No, yeah, absolutely. So I don't know. Somebody told me that Ashton Martin I actually didn't see this. I think it was Ashton Martin uh dropped a uh, nft i know they have one on vv uh but they also have one on eth that like the formula it, one it, yeah it's actually like drivable or something right it incorporates with some game um and that was that was pretty cool and it was like way cheaper like significantly cheaper uh so uh, that's pretty cool but they could if they would have even had like a workable drivable model in ar or vr which showcased it yeah would have been cheaper to do than 11 million dollars probably uh, I think that would have been really cool. Yeah, and showcase yeah. that. You're essentially mystery minting. You don't really know what you're like. There's a picture, but it's like, well, what does it really look like? What's a digital asset look like? At least with Vivi, you get to see what you're minting before the drop. And so I think yeah. that's important. Like, it's like, oh, like I actually get to see the asset. And we have people in the community that can like kind of hack uh, Vivi and, and see the asset before they even release it publicly. Um, so we're able to like preview a lot of this stuff on a lot of different platforms. So uh, what they did here is is like kind of hide what you get. And I don't like that. It's like it, it feels like a rug pull and it feels kind of like a cash grab. I do have a reference real quick if you want to pull up my screen of what we're talking about. Uh, I'll just kind of breeze through it. But so the main price was 0.911, 7,500 digital collectibles, airdrop to those who mint. Holders will be able to customize their Porsche 911. Holders will be able to claim a 3D model of the NFT. And then it kind of gives a breakdown of the utility. Sorry, my kid just got home. Um, and so it says, like, what is the utility? Do you want to read that, Kyle? So I can. Oh, yeah. What's, what's the utility? It says here, exclusive virtual. And oh, you turned it off. You want to go back to your... Okay, cool. Yeah. So, What's the utility? Exclusive virtual and real-life events. Unique traits in, from Porsche artists and partners. Co-create Porsche's Web3 future. Exclusive merchandise. Exclusive Porsche BTS access. More to be announced. Oh, it's like exclusive... You don't even know what the exclusive merchandise is. You don't know what the exclusive BTS access or behind the scenes is, um, which will probably be like Alluvio stuff. Like, probably not too exciting. Um, unique trait... Yeah, traits, uh, not very exciting. Exclusive virtual and real life events. Now that could be something there, but it's like, what yeah. is that? So 
so vague. It's just so vague. See, I was thinking that too. What you said, like, what is that? Like the real life events? Because yeah, if that's like a poor. They already event, have real life and, events and, everywhere. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, what I think it's going to be, which would be kind of gimmicky, is if it's like, oh, it's an, it's like a specific Porsche NFT event. Like if it was like a Porsche event to where you get VIP access, I could see that having value to people who are like really big Porsche fans. But if it's like a totally, Porsche totally. NFT party or something like that, like that's, you know, more information needed on that. But as you can tell by the comments, right. who advised them? Good seeing big brands adopting NFTs, but this one seems like a money grab. Nope, not paying for it. Oof, this is not it. Like obviously people were not happy about it. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's just not it. It, it. They needed to be more transparent with what they what the benefits and utility included here. And like you said, VIP access that's huge. Like if if you give Porsche owners um, behind the scenes, like at an event, like you get backstage pass to like this crazy cool like Porsche keynote every year or whatever. I don't know. Like that that would be beneficial. But this is just like so vague and like way overpriced so i don't know if it was 0 0.0911 or even point point one point two, i think there was they they might have sold out here but the fact that they were massively overpriced was just nah people just didn't want to pay for that yep because people have standards here in the space too it's like even if even if you did have point nine one one e it's like well i'd rather just go spend it somewhere else just based on cash grabby um the seams so I think uh, Chris Rugg pulled us here. No, no, I'm here. I'm here. My camera died. I just charged it. I have a backup, though. I'll, I'll come back, but we can move on to the next topic. All right. So, yeah, everybody, we need to have everybody donate to Chris here so he can get a new a new camera. Um, dude, it rugged him. So. Oh, I just noticed something vital about this, dude. Absolutely vital. <laughs> what, you, you rugged us? Is that? Yeah. No, it, it says paid partnership right here. I guess I, so. The Porsche literally paid for this NFT now exposure. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. So, they, so, they so really what's, that, what's that mean? That means they're trying everything they could to sell out. Uh, one last thing on that is they even. I'm trying to switch to my camera. Uh, they even said that there was a mess up in the contract where you can mint as many as you wanted, but they still didn't sell out even with that exploit. Oh my god. I know. So I wonder what they're going to do with the. I wonder what they're going to do with the extra. Are they going to burn them? What are they going to do? Are they going to make it better for the initial Genesis holders? Because it reminds me, they could do something like the back cow did, where the back cows actually did awful. Um, they didn't mint out like not even close, like one percent uh, or something. Uh, maybe not that low, but they. It, I said in one of my videos too, I was like, this is way too many additions, and they're asking a little too much. Um, now they still did okay. Uh, or there's really only 8,000 minted total. Um, but they still went back and did like utility and they added in based on what the community said, um, some utility there. So that's why the back calls have done pretty interesting and, and the holders are still pretty um, locked into that because, you know, it ended up serving the community with the lower additions and hearing the community out as well. So there's still opportunity. So it, I mean, they could turn this into like a, a win and not just a complete L. Yeah, I agree. I am trying to come back for some reason. This is Man, not he, he, my... he rugged us like Porsche. So stay tuned. <laughs> uh, Chris is it's trying to webcam either. So I'm trying to figure it out, but I'm still here, buddy. I'm still here. I'm just still in <laughs> spirit. 
we have we have chris in spirit here so let me see i guess you can I take can... me down and just show you in the screen until i figure it out um i think there's a way i forgot how to, to display your names in here here i'll just throw this on the screen <laughs> um yeah we can just move to the next topic if you want to go and i'll figure out how to display our names here sure what was it um there are big brands doing things right nike for instance uh you know they own artifacts and they are actually dropping some sick shoes this year puma's doing the same thing and they have a solid roadmap and they've been contributing to the nft community for like a year and a half two years so it, this isn't to say that big brands don't have a place in NFTs at all. This is just if they're just coming and not adding value, there's only so long they can take liquidity out of the market. Yeah, especially in a bear market. Um, yeah, like you said, Artifact, they're doing it right. They're implementing uh, you know, the AR into their wearables. So I think that's really important as well. And um, something that I'm really bullish on is augmented reality. Like we're seeing many different use cases the in, in this case wearables but we'll see like more advanced applications like um you know how to find directions you know in your glasses how to drive to grandma's house down the road and that's all visual display in your augmented reality glasses or maybe there's like crash detection built into your glasses or um you know if a pedestrian's crossing the road and maybe it can detect like those dangerous activities but i i see web3 um being a key part of augmented reality as well where you're be able to geopin your collectibles or you'll be able to see them display them and maybe other people can see them as well so i do like where artifact is going in terms of uh what they're doing in their space and how they're dropping their collectibles here and i can pull that up um on the screen while chris is uh, unrugging us with his um camera <laughs> i just came to uh disrupt your your channel you know man yeah it's cool all right let's pull this bad boy up here actually i'll just solo it you can see that uh physicals shipping next gen physical products and continue to work with nike and partners to innovate and world merging products and experiences. This is the year we're going to see a lot of artifact in the wild. So um, yeah, artifact holders get these cool shoes and like all kinds of stuff that they got going on. But uh, very interesting. Very, very interesting. Chris, are you still alive? I am about to be back, baby. Here we go. Hey, unrugged. We're unrugged, unrugged for now. So yeah, Ricky Tan, roughly 5% uh, minted out of, so a little bit under, so like four point something minted out over 200K. Yeah, 200K was just asinine for bat cows at this, at when they came out, there wasn't like any like solid DC yeah. fan base. <laughs> Dude, and, I was I was giving them so much, such a hard time for that. That was mm -hmm. ridiculous. Yeah, and um, yeah, it, it's just just wild that they thought and there's yeah, people that were like, confident i remember people being confident like oh they're gonna sell out like dude there's no way like, like I, I would yeah. like i'd pay you freaking ten thousand dollars if they sold out like, it was like a 60 million so dollar mint <laughs> it was yeah, like 60 was... million total i'm like you're asking 60 million for your first nft drop essentially like in terms of dc branded like marketplace and i think they were like what 250 300 at the time which at the time was 300, like $300 mint yeah and vb was over here doing like 20 dollars like collectibles like off the retail 
I think the I think the three hundred dollars was a fair mint price for what you get, but yeah, asking yeah, totally. for at the two hundred thousand or however many editions, the two hundred K editions was just like astronomical. Yeah, I agree with Ricky Tan here. If they price it like fifty bucks, I think they could have sold out there or sold uh, at least a hundred thousand. Um, I still don't think the they would have. Yeah, and even then, yeah, because I don't think that the the uh, fans uh, here in DC are. I don't think there's a ton of him, them here just yet. Um, I think we still have a ways to go before we see like super mass adoption. Um, but yeah, 50, I, I could see them sell a lot more though. I could, I could definitely see them selling like three times as much people buying like two or three or four. Oh yeah. Easy, uh, but, for sure. but I agree, Chris, uh, with the, the utility that was there. 300 was fair, a little too much, but if you're a Batman fan like me, I was like, Oh, I'll just, I'll just flip them the bucks and, and call it a day. You also, and, uh, it's also keep in mind that you, I don't think you could mint in crypto, which took out a lot of people that have a lot of ETH because you would either have to uh, transfer your crypto to fiat to mint, or you'd have to like add your, your funds from your credit card or whatever. But like, if you could mint in ETH, that would have sold out more as well. It wouldn't have sold out 200,000, but it would have sold out more. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Cool. All right. Well, that is, I think, is that about it for the show? I mean, in the under our, our show notes it says chris got rugged which you literally did in the show um <laughs> that's that was the forecast for it no nah, <laughs> man i just had some really bad uh trades this week I, I lost a good amount of money you know last last time i came on your channel i was like you know i was like four eth in profit and this week i'm like almost like half an eth at loss right now like it's, it's rough dude it's been a really bad week or two of trading yeah, this market's weird. Um, you'll have some bangers and some losers, a lot of losers. But um, yeah, if you can somehow find those like key collections that will pump, I think that's that's kind of the move here. Um, I don't know what what you what's your outlook here in the next couple weeks. Um, do you see the meta just kind of collapsing, or do you see mobile games kind of coming to the forefront with Limit Break? It's hard to say. I think right now, uh, Hugo just has the attention of like so much of the market that like nothing's really running. At least nothing I touch. I've been buying tops like crazy, bro. Um, and it feels they're bad. sucking that liquidity out again, man. That's that's what's yeah, happening here. They, honestly, it does. It's it's unfortunate, but it does suck a lot of liquidity out of the market. So I don't know. It it also seems like with crypto prices going up that NFTs kind of are, are not, you know, cause people are trying to get in on the crypto run, but that doesn't always stay true because like last bull market, we saw Ethereum run to, you know, 4k, but we also saw NFTs have way higher, ETH way higher floor prices than they do now. So I don't think they always run different directions, but it, it does make sense. Like people are trying to move some of their assets into crypto, maybe try to catch some of that profit uh, while we have like a good run going right now. So, I mean, that's maybe part of it. I don't think anybody like truly knows. I mean, you could do, you could run some TA right now and find out. My guess is um, the blue chip collections will continue to hold like their floor and be kind of strong. Uh, but I do see the liquidity kind of getting sucked out a little bit. People getting a little nervous, um, trying to take profits here and there where they can. And but I do see limit break, bolstering some mobile game collections and people and more awareness to mobile games because when they see a Super Bowl ad, 
at least I, I guess that's not till like February, so we're pretty close. Um, I don't know if Limit Break themselves um, will. I, I think they're just going to stir excitement in the Web three space ex- itself. I don't necess- I don't know if they'll necessarily translate mainstream people into Web three. Maybe like a, a handful, um, but we'll see. I, I think um, it's going to be interesting. To I, I, I kind of want to. I'm very curious to see what they'll do. Yeah. Somebody said Trump sold 45k NFTs in 12 hours for 99 bucks. I think you could mint those with your with crypto though. Uh, also, it's it's Trump. It's a former president of the United States. So like the even compared to DC, Trump's reach is insane. Like and then it was it was also I don't mean this in a negative way. I don't talk politics, but like the NFT project itself was like a little gimmicky because you have a chance this raffle chance basically to be able to have a dinner with a former president of the United States or go to a gala with them. Um, and like some like other, like insane, like almost raffle based system with the NFTs. So, I mean, in like DC terms, one, 200,000 is still significantly more than 45,000. Uh, and then $300 is three times the amount of that meant. And then you can mint with crypto. It's kind of hard to compare the two, but like DC would have had to offer some like insane raffle incentive, like the Trump NFTs did. Well, like also, yeah, also, too, is uh, mainstream media covered that one big time. Um, even well, Trump, That's what I mean uh, by Trump's reach. Like, as big as D.C. Yeah. is, D.C. could announce this huge thing, and it's still not going to reach half the amount of people that Trump would reach. Well, and then Trump queued it up, too. So he uh, went on all of his platforms, said, I have a huge announcement to make. Literally, yeah. Um, yeah, people, so before. people thought... He- well, people thought he was going to announce to run for president again. So that's what yeah. they assumed. Even the media, mainstream media was all over it. Trump's got a big announcement. He's probably going to announce he's going to run for president. So go boo him, you know, because, you know, mainstream media doesn't like Trump. And they covered him like crazy. So he got mm-hmm. millions of dollars worth of free press. And then they covered it after the fact, too. So they, they're like, oh, it was just NFTs. These are his NFTs. It's a scam. But in doing that, they gave him tons, tons of free publicity. It was insane. Um, I saw it all over the media everywhere. So that's something to also consider as well. Because oh, like I the term goes, any publicity is bad, or any publicity is good publicity, especially as Trump Trump basically runs that playbook. Um, any publicity yeah, is good. honestly. And that's what I mean, like, by he actually has more reach than, like, some of the biggest organizations like DC that you can think of. Because, like... If he talks about something, it's going to go viral for better or for worse. So like, I, I think that played into it. And then the raffle thing really did play into it. I actually didn't know this until afterwards, but technically you can't run an NFT mint as a raffle that's paid because it's like illegal. Um, so the way that he got around it, I actually found this out from watching Andre Jick's video on it. Basically, there's like fine print to where if like you wrote at, it was like kind of annoying and hard to do. But like if you wrote out this thing and like mailed it to whatever thing that you had to mail it to technically they had to send you an nft of like the trump nft for free like if you like went through for that whole process so, so i thought that was kind of funny that's how they got around the like raffle system and it being a paid mint with it being endorsed by you know somebody who like what it'd be different like obviously nft uh projects run these raffles all the time but like if they get caught or busted it's like whatever but like with it being like a politician like a very well-known politician like it you know it, there could have been a lot no, more severe yeah so, everybody yeah at this point i think everybody tries to sue trump just because they don't like him 
Um, and he had, I think uh, he has like this whole dedicated law team probably at this point. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is that, yeah. You know, so that's interesting. Uh, that's clever that what they did yeah. there though. Yeah. It's a good way to get around it. But the kind of going back to IP, I know Disney hired some lawyers last summer when they launched their accelerated program. So they're going to kind of have their own law team to get around the like NFT fallbacks. Cause a lot of people are saying like, oh, well, Disney will never want to go interoperable because of in case somebody gets rugged that's like super small but like in case somebody gets mm -hmm. rugged they wouldn't want um they wouldn't want it to fall back on disney but hopefully disney will have a team of lawyers that like will be prepared for that yeah so we got a giveaway on my twitter so what? if you go over there it's what? a king kong two digit mint nft uh you what? can mint this out to ethereum all right ethereum okay you can put this in your wallet and display it on OpenSea, which is another topic we were going to hit, and how Chris feels some type of way about that. Um, will he cover that end? But first, no. let, this giveaway. <laughs> All right, this giveaway is, is featuring one of the iconics. Oh, actually, this drop features negatives from the film that have never been seen before. So some of this stuff is original footage from the actual 1933 movie, King Kong. So this poster set is also viewable, um, I actually wanted to show this, so let me see if I can actually pull it up. Is um, one thing I do really like Quid is because not not because I'm shilling it, but I'll show you why. Because I know like some people in the audience are like, "Oh, you're just shilling Quid because they paid you or sponsor you or whatever." No, this is the reason why. All right, because take a look at this. We know our our friend William Quid, uh, whatever. We, you interested know, in that. interesting fellow, Michael. but at the end, in here, copyright. Sorry, we'll, we'll mute it. Um, metaverse interoperability, look at that. And, um, obviously, we know Paul Barron and, and his team, they're very bullish on Vivi, but as you can see here, they're also fans of interoperability in metaverse spatial. Um, he's got it looks like Vivi stuff back there. I'm not sure if that's what that is, but, um, Anyways, I thought that was very interesting and unique. Thoughts? Yeah. Um, I like it. I think it's really cool. I also got distracted by the comments because uh, Jay said that the floor on the trumpet is going back. <laughs> floor said that the uh, Jay said the floor on the trumpet NFTs is 0.34. Fun fact: they were 0.15 for like the last like three weeks, and they just yeah, skyrocketed due to speculation that Trump Trump yeah. could come back to. Well, they two xed. Uh, due to speculation that Trump could get back on Twitter. And if he even sends out one tweet about it, if he sends out one tweet about it, then obviously the floors would like go way up. So that's some speculation. I'm not trash talking the project. I, I'm, I'm just saying like kind of like my like my thoughts on like the launch and why people minted it out so quick and the publicity that it got. But yeah, so yeah. people that were buying over the last few weeks, if they're selling right now, that's good. Or, you know, if he does tweet about it. But yeah, I think that's really cool that oh, what you shared, and like I, I agree with you. Like I think Quid is working on some like really cool stuff, uh, and this isn't even my channel, so like obviously uh, this isn't like a you know a sponsored thing. Um, and the fact that they have partnerships with like Animoca and stuff like that, they've also just been getting more volume and more interaction lately, like as a company. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, we see we'll see probably Animoca do a lot of big things this year as well, especially with their like subsidiary type of investment companies uh just because they're launching their own official nft the mochaverse and um i think that'll have a lot of impact of where 
their existing portfolio projects go. Um, so I am kind of speculating the raffle tickets um, you can buy for like only 25 bucks as well yesterday. I don't know what the price is today, but if you entered the raffle uh, or you're entered in for the Mochaverse, um, you should have got your raffle tickets today. So check your account or yesterday or the day before. I can't remember. So check your accounts um, if you entered in for that. Uh, but yeah, I, I expect them to do big things in the space. I agree. And hopefully I'm, right, able so to hopefully I'm able to mint one of those Mocha verses because I won your giveaway, but I'm still not 100% positive that I was entered into the uh, into the system. But I guess I'll find out. Well, you'll probably be okay. So um, I'm sure you're fine. All right. But that's all. I think that's all we got for this show today. Uh, next week, we'll be over on Chris's channel uh, chatting about macro web three VV NFTs or HRO, all that stuff. Brandon, we, we cover a, a wide range of topics around the web three NFT space. Um, if you like the stream, be sure to like, and subscribe. Other ways of support is joining the YouTube membership as it helps support our channels and our families. Uh, cause yeah. we are dads, which seems to be rare in the space. It seems like a bunch of single dudes out there and single people, um, in the space, but, um, we're out here raising our kids and doing what we do and what we love best, which is covering Web three stuff. So um, I wouldn't say singles. I just say I just say youngins. You know, those youngins, yeah, man. And like youngins we're like down yonder. <laughs> yeah, people our age, like we don't even, you know, the text just like going crazy, man. <laughs> and maybe it'll, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, I could go on, but yeah, <laughs> um, that's all we got for this one. It was it was a banger. And share this out to your friends and family to learn more about the Web3 space. And we will see what happens with the Oswald drop. Would you, any predictions on that, by the way? The FA Oswald dropping on VV? Blind box drop? Uh, we don't know. No. We don't know how many editions that will be. Yeah, so. it's hard for me to make any comment on it with what we have right now. All right. So TBA on that one. All right. So be like an NFT, be authentic, and we will catch you guys in the next one on Chris's channel. Peace.